Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson and World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, the LibertyAdvisor.com uh, Certified Financial Planner. There's so much going on right now. We are already in a recession. If you look back at 2008, 2009, it's been papered over, and now people are talking about, well, we're just going to enter a recession now. We're just starting to see the evidence of a recession. I mean, we've seen the evidence of a recession for a very long time, but as you guys probably have noticed, the markets and the economy are in a state of disarray um this out of yahoo news um nothing to suggest u.s will have a recession according to janet yellen the treasury secretary former um head of the federal reserve i mean nothing to suggest i mean there is so much to suggest it would take all day to suggest all of the reasons there will be a recession and in fact we are already sitting very pretty in the middle of a current recession. Um, today, Tim and I are going to go into this a little bit because uh, Tim has a lot of outlines on where we're going with this, what we're currently seeing. Let's start off with what we are currently seeing, Tim. Um, you know, with, with interest rates being pushed up, it, it seems like at any point now, because we're in the middle of a crisis, we could see the Federal Reserve just go, hey, we're uh, going to have to lower interest rates. If, if we see lowered interest rates, I mean, we're talking about one of the biggest collapses we've seen in history. And it, it, it has to happen. It's almost like it's planned. It's plotted. It's part of the Great Reset agenda. Can you go into a little bit of how we're already seeing evidence of a recession, um, what we've seen from 2008 to now that you know leads many to say, hey, the recession never ended. It's just been papered over. Can you go into that a bit? Wow, yeah, a lot, a lot to work there with, especially the last statement you just mentioned about how the recession never end, ended. It was just papered over. And a lot of that has to do with how these numbers end up coming out to be. I mean, so a definition of a recession is two negative quarters of GDP prints. Uh, so for Jenny Yellen, I mean, we already had one negative quarter of GDP. So like we're halfway there. Does it say there's nothing to suggest? I mean, two is a negative is a definition of recession and we're already at one uh negative quarter so i mean to say that there's nothing to suggest is just you know complete uh clown show type statement and then i did see something the other day where it was like oh isn't it so great to have all these humble leaders like janet yellen who are willing to admit that they were wrong oops I, I was wrong and now everyone's going broke you know what a what a humble person and we should be so thankful but i don't even agree really with what the definition of a recession is because they continually you know move the goalposts and all this stuff so okay great you have negative quarter of gdp but you you could have GDP going up, but it doesn't mean that just because people are spending more for less that people aren't, you know, are in any, you know, way better off. And so, you know, if you're at the point where you're spending more on gas, obviously not if you are spending more on gas, spending more to, you know, get your kids indoctrinated if you're sending them to school, spending more if you're, you know, going to, you know, the big pharma system or all that sort of stuff. And so you're getting a lot less for more money. Uh, and how they do these things is they rig all the numbers. So they rig what the GDP numbers are. They rig what the unemployment numbers are. They rig what the inflation numbers are. And all those sort of backfeed into one another. And I did write a 16-page ebook on that that you can find at the libertyadvisorshow.com. And it'll, it'll put you on the email list. And you know, I'd really highly recommend people check that out because you can't just complain about why it's happening. You have to know how it's happening. And in that, I explain how it's happening. Yeah. So in terms of what is going on currently, a lot of people focus on the stock market. Maybe some of our audience focus on the crypto market. But the big thing Thing to focus on that almost no one focuses on. There are a few people out there, but is the debt market. And so I really thought two percent would be at the ten-year Treasury would be sort of like a danger zone area. I mean, now we're now we're at three, and we just rocketed past. We went from three to right now like three point three eight on the the ten-year Treasury. And so if the Federal Reserve has to sell bonds off their balance sheet, 
those bonds are going to be at a massive, massive loss because you know there's something called interest rate risk. And so if you have a million dollars in a 10-year bond, rates go up 1%, your million bucks is now 900,000, rates go up 2%, it's about 780. And so they've gone up quite a bit. And so the Federal Reserve was buying bonds, where, you know, a 10-year treasury at one point, I don't know, I think it was down to like 0.3 or something, you know, about you know about March of 2020. Uh, even if it was 0.5, well, if you go from 0.5 to 3.3, uh, you know, you're almost going up 3% on a 10-year, which would mean those bonds would lose about 30% of value selling it out into the open market. And I actually asked our congressman out here uh, in Scottsdale a few, uh, in, I think it was like 26, right around the time like all the China blow-up stuff was happening, about what would happen to uh, the Fed's balance sheet if this were to all blow up, because they were saying they're going to start selling bonds. I'm like, well, if you guys are selling bonds and raising rates, then instead of having the Fed having a profit, because historically the Fed has had a profit and they are so nice that they give back 6% of the profit, which is a nice way of saying uh, that, you know, basically 94% of uh, that basically they take 6% of all the dividends of all the interest of all the debt. But now, and then they issue a uh, uh, they issue a check to the Treasury. Well, now there could be massive losses. And so I asked you know, the congressman, well, what's going to happen when uh, those uh, profits end up turning into losses? And Janet Yellen said it's mathematically impossible for that to happen. Well, that's actually happening now. And so it's just amazing that these people then get foisted into all these positions. But what's going on now is if you have a 3.38%, uh, is, is that the cause you have to you know finance your debt at? I mean, I'm just doing this off the top of my head, but I think on a $30 trillion uh, debt, that's $900 billion a year in interest. And at 3.3, I mean, uh, that's, I, think, I think it's almost like a trillion dollars. And, you know, torch me in the comments if I'm wrong on that. Just doing it off the top of my head right now. But, you know, a trillion dollars a year in interest, I mean, if you're at the point where you had a trillion dollars a year in interest, it's when things start getting crazy. And so people are looking at the collapse in terms of a stock market collapse. And, not to, and I really want to do drive this point home because the big collapse, the ultimate collapse is when the dollar collapses. But what I think is going to happen first, and again, these are all just prognostications, but I think first you're going to have this dollar um, milkshake theory where the dollar keeps getting stronger, even though I'm not a fan of, you know, we know all the reasons why the dollar is going to eventually collapse, so just bear with me. But, you know, you're going to see this dollar milkshake theory where the dollar starts sucking up all these assets from around the world, from other currencies that are even more, you know, dog crap currencies than the, than the, than the dollar. But then eventually that strength is going to lead to weakness. Because if you're in one of these, you know, African currencies and you're borrowing in dollars and all of a sudden your currency has, you know, collapsed. 50% relative to the dollar, then now you owe twice as much when priced in US dollars. And so then, you know, there's no way that, you know, these poor Africans or people in other countries are going to be able to pay those debts. And so eventually, the whole thing is to make everybody panic, panic sell, you know, probably people are going to panic sell into cash in a lot of our community. Every single day, people are telling me from our community, you know, we need to go 100% in the cash. Well, I think the goal is to get, you know, everybody 100% in the cash, and then eventually the dollar collapses when the Fed, as you were talking about, eventually, you know, the, the quicker they start hiking these rates, the quicker they're going to have to eventually cut them. And so first, they'll probably have some sort of, you know, walk back the language. And so maybe that will happen in July or August, and they'll have to say, uh, you know, hey, because of market conditions and job, you know, labor markets and in the economy and the stock market, we're going to have to, we're going to, you know, Pause the uh, pause the hikes, and then eventually, you know, things are going to deteriorate even further, and then we have to start then cutting. And then when you start cutting into an inflationary environment, then that's when you could see some sort of crack up boom occur, where all of a sudden, you know, you're in Nazi Germany, and you know the wheelbarrow is worth more than the cash that's in the wheelbarrow. And if you go back to Germany, you did have a uh, you know you had a Goldmark, Renmark, Reichmark, Deutschmark, and the and at one point, the gold mark, uh, you know, their stock market in 1910, I think, was around 400, collapsed down to 100, and then by 1923, it was 27 million. So that, so that's 
what our community is not really focused on is they're not focused on the 27 million. It didn't mean that you're going, you're doing great in 1920s Germany. It just meant that you know you had some more relative purchasing power than if you wanted to be extra in air quotes safe, keep it in cash. Where your gold mark went to basically zero, your rent mark basically went to zero, your Reichsmark basically went to zero, and then your Deutschmark was then converted into euros. And so you know buying actual stuff in this sort of thing uh, environment in that crack and boom environment will be good, but it's not an easy environment to because you've got to really dig in, and there is going to be that period of like the 400 to 100, but, uh, you know, and, and most people are not going to have that wherewithal, but I think they're going to want to save people, get them on a central bank digital currency. And then at that point, you know, they're going to have you by the, you know what, and that's exactly the plan. This is all engineered this way. They're not messing things up. They deliberately did this to basically bring in this collapse, bring in the great reset. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to want whatever they can, uh, get their hands on to blame this on, um, because they knew it was eventually going to happen. They knew all this central planning, all this printing eventually was going to add up. Eventually it was going to lead to these kinds of things, the plunge protection team constantly propping up the stock market every time it kind of falters at all. Eventually it was going to lead to something. Printing 25% of all currency ever in circulation in one year. They knew it was eventually going to lead to something. They knew it was going to lead to something that was going to be beneficial to them, which is the Great Reset agenda, the cashless society. Something that people like David Icke, for example, back in 1996, I saw a video today of him uh, talking about this. Um, in fact, you know what? Here's a clip of David Icke in 1996. It's a two-minute video. Uh, we'll be right back after this clip. It's Absolutely fascinating. It's like this. You start by secretly creating a problem in the world and making sure someone else is blamed for it in the public uh, arena, in the public mind. It could be a run on a currency, it could be a government collapse, at its most extreme it could be a war, because the two world wars in this century were funded, all sides were funded by the same people. Provable. The same people that funded the Allies in the Second World War and funded uh, the Soviet Union also funded Hitler through loans from America, known as the Young Plan and the Doors Plan, and also via the German subsidiaries of American multinational companies. Why would they do that? Why would someone want to fund all sides in a war? What is good is a war? Well, first of all, on one level, it makes vast amounts of money if you're lending money to all sides and you're also um, selling them lots of arms and all that stuff. But the fundamental reason for a war is to change the nature of post-war society. And what we saw in the First World War and the Second World War were massive global examples of problem-reaction-solution. We are looking at a gigantic contract before our eyes. We don't live in a democracy in this country or in America or in these other places. We live in a one-party state where the same force from the peak of the pyramid string pulls all sides. The creation of a one-world government to which nation-states would be principalities, administrative units, a world central bank which would administer all financial transactions on the planet, a world currency which wouldn't be coins and notes, it would be merely electronic, cashless society, for which there are fundamental implications for freedom, as we'll see as we go along tonight. A world army under centralized control, with nation-state uh, armies uh, dismantled under the uh, justification of seeking peace, and a microchipped population linked to a global computer, the latter of which sounds bizarre to many people on first hearing, except that we are ridiculously close to it and the technology already exists. So World Health Organization says there's going to be a measles epidemic next year. Get vaccinated. Get your children vaccinated. You're a bad parent if you don't. Then the same people that organize that then start flogging out the vaccine and make a fortune out of it. So if we take one element of that under problem, reaction, solution, it's amazing the extent to which we have given our power away, our spiritual power. It's all about taking our power back. Because once we do that, it's all over. 
So we have him basically saying um, we are going to see a collapse and it's going to lead into a central bank digital currency. Um, back in 1996, tied to a, a, you know, a, a financial collision course on top of a fake pandemic and all this other kind of stuff. And, and here's the thing. Everything that was predicted by many of us that we were called crazy for is coming true because now they're, they are coming out with social credit in places like Italy. Um, they are coming out with um, uh, central bank digital currencies in 90% of nations worldwide and the other 10%, I'm sure there's, they're probably working on it. It's just not official yet. Point is, this is the great reset. This is the agenda to give us basically everything collapses. They come in as the rescue operation to save us from the, the issue that they created in the first place. And then everyone praises them. I don't think that is exactly what is going to occur. People are going to be very angry. And a lot of people are going to be able to see through this when they say, oh, you can't afford the, uh, your house anymore because we've basically destroyed your ability to pay for your rent or pay for your home, pay for your mortgage. Uh, and there's a lot of stories coming out of places like Canada right now where like they say, I think it's 18% of, of people or something something cannot afford their um, mortgage right now. I mean, they'll come in with free homes for everyone, uh, probably tiny homes, probably tied to the Agenda 2030, uh, you know, plan to some degree. And you'll own nothing and you'll be happy or food rationing. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Uh, again, the idea is to put you on a digital system where you get everything for free, quote unquote, but you're basically eating poison. You're living in tiny places. You don't own property and you're controlled uh, in every way, shape and form, driving down the highway with uh, checkpoints um, for carbon credits and all that kind of stuff. This is the ultimate agenda, my friends, and it's happening right now. And look, again, the gas crisis, the supply chain crisis. Um, we could talk about the cash to deposit ratio at the banks. The, the banks are insolvent, my friends, and that is another indicator of a recession, banks being insolvent. Well, but almost every bank, if you look at some of the biggest banks in the world, some of them, their cash deposit ratio is 0.1% of, of uh, uh, deposits covered in cash. I mean, that's insane. What happens when you have a run on the bank? Well, with bail-in regimes and a cashless society, you don't have to worry about a run on the bank because you're enslaved completely by the bank. You can't get your money out. If you want it, uh, well, too bad. Uh, we'll put you on a program and, and give you rations and, and put you in bread lines. Uh, but it's it's all, it's a, the least we could do for you, my friends. We, we're just trying to help you, even though they created the problem in the first place. And you have the, the inflation issue. You have war. You have them going for the guns. You have health crisis, you have a uh, eugenics operation going down with the vaccines. I mean, you have everything you could possibly see culminating in this. And Janet Yellen doesn't see any evidence of it. It's unthinkable. And, and you know, it's the opposite. It's always double think. It's like Fauci back in 2020, after 40 years or 50 years of being an infectious disease expert, he goes from not being in favor of masks to suddenly overnight has an epiphany and goes, oh, all these 50 years I've said masks don't work. Now they suddenly work. Same thing with Yellen. Oh, well, we didn't understand the consequences when we printed all this money. You spent your whole life studying inflation. How could you not see the consequences. Either you're stupid and evil or genius and evil. And I think, you know, I think it's probably the latter. I think these people are not actually as stupid as they appear. This is all meant to happen. It's all part of the script. Tim, let, let's kind of go into like, um, you know, the implications of this as far as, uh, you know, the cashless society, inflation, and um, also a recession uh, situation under a cashless society. It seems like they can uh, truly just manipulate us down to every bare detail um, with one of these crises. You know, it, it, I think who said it? Um, you know, all we need is a right crisis and um, we can basically control the world. Tim, go into this a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, it's also like the scene from The Bug's Life. You know, it's not about the food. It's about keeping those ants in line. And we're the ants that they want to keep in line. So it's not about money. It's about keeping, you know, people underneath control and then being able to control everything that they are doing. I mean, you were reporting on those Pfizer data dumps that are coming out where they're basically admitting that they're killing us. I mean, there's crazy studies of, of how this was approved to be safe and effective for pregnant women based off 44 French rats that they didn't even, uh, that they basically gave jabs to. And then they gave autopsies before the rats were even out to full delivery and so i mean they're basically treating us like lab rats they can't even like have the lab rats even go to the full uh gestation period then of then they lose you know almost all the women that they're tracking on this and then the ones that they don't lose what like 23 out of the 33 had had uh spontaneous abortions or something very similar to that and so right now this and only one person had an actual healthy birth according to them and who knows what will happen to that baby and if that was a saline shot yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely nuts. I mean, they're just it really, this is a full spectrum dominance all the way around. And then getting back to Janet Yellen, I mean, I think that at one point she gave a speech at the University of Boston saying she spent her entire life studying income inequality and how to fix that. I mean, now she's the one who's basically going to be most responsible. I mean, it's not just all, they, the thing is, it's not just dependent on one person. It's this entire system, an entire regime where, you know, before her, it was Osama Ben Bernanke, and now it's Jerome Powell. And before them, it was Alan Greenspan. They're all part of this they, them, those club that are basically designed to screw us and to and really the best case scenario is that we just continue with the slow roll eight nine percent uh inflation and people are just you know gradually and at a very grad very fast i shouldn't even say gradual very fast pace you know having their net worths and having their purchasing power getting destroyed getting decimated and if the fed doesn't do something to stop this and really like i think the best um, title I've seen uh, lately, and, and I'm not a fan of the Drudge Report. Obviously, they sold out and you know are basically controlled opposition at this point. But the headline today said something along the lines of, you know, Fed has a choice between recession or inflation. And so they're also going to have to see, you know, what, what polls better for Biden. But it doesn't matter because yeah. they have a rigged. Here it is. Here it is right there. I got it on my phone. I mean, this is, uh, this is pretty intense, man. I mean, when, when we're seeing 0.75% rate rise this week, they say on the front, Fed nightmare, inflation or recession. I mean, we are entering into the time that we have been predicting for absolutely ever. And obviously, you've done pretty good for your clients. I mean, considering uh, the, the crazy terrain that people have to get through at this, at this time in history, no, no one at this point is like, I want to be a, a, a financial planner through this because it sounds like a, a nightmare to deal with, but you've been doing really well with all of this. And of course, Tim is a certified financial planner and he could go to the libertyadvisor.com and he could also go to the libertyadvisorshow.com as well um, to see a bunch of his content and uh, work. But if, if you're in the United States, sign up with, uh, with someone that actually knows what they're doing. Um, so go over to the, the libertyadvisor.com. But again, I mean, it, it, with with crypto getting hit by this at the same time, I mean, crypto, it's it's one of the, it's, I, I do believe it's one of the safe havens. Most of them, not so much. 99.9% .9 of cryptos are terrible. Stay away from them. But, and I don't even mean Bitcoin is, is a good, I, I'm personally in, in privacy coins for the sake of getting outside of technocracy, not to make money back or make a bunch of, get a bunch of value out of it, though that comes with the territory when it's an adopted market in most cases. But um, it's more about just keeping myself safe from what's happening as well as with gold and silver. And this isn't investment advice. This is just basic, for me, logic. In my opinion, it's just, it's just logic. You, you want to get out of the banking system. The banking system is something that is going to absolutely 
decimate people in the future, in my opinion, when we're seeing this wave of recession coming at us, when we see this wave of inflation, when we see them pushing interest rates up in a crisis, which is usually the opposite. Like in throughout history, from what I've seen, when there's a crisis, they lower interest rates. And I remember between uh, 2008 and 2012, I think they they lowered interest rates 5.5%. I mean, that's that was all they could do to save face. And then they just papered over, papered over, papered over. And now here we are, uh, you know, 10 years later. And you know what, what they've done to gold and silver over that last 10 years from the, the all-time highs in 2012 to today. Um, and we know what now they're doing with crypto, collapsing a market with this interest rate hike. It is temporary. I would never sell at this point. It's just ridiculous to sell at the bottom. Um, and it might not be the total bottom. I said 23K back at the top. When Bitcoin was $69,000, I said $23,000 is going to be the bottom for Bitcoin. And, and I could 80, go back on my videos on that. And 80% retracements are normal. So, I mean, that basically would be, you know, put it in around 13,000. So, yeah. okay, great. You know, it could go down to 13, but you have to have the wherewithal. And it's easy to be, you know, some sort of influencer in, in crypto and talk about it when it's that. You know, sixty-nine thousand or fifty thousand, all the way up. You know, it's hard to do it when it's when it's at this point. I mean, so that's why I was putting out content in 2018, saying that this is going to be a multi-trillion-dollar asset when Bitcoin was like three thousand dollars. And so, you know, you've got to be there during the bad times, and also be there with the good times. But you know, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. So if you don't like Bitcoin, great. I mean, and the other thing is, it's not only about money because okay, great, you've got a million bucks. So what's your million dollars going to do for you if you can't eat? What's this going to yeah. do for you if there's no food left? What's this going to do? Which I guess would be not eating. What's this going to do for you if you know you don't have you know any power or electricity or you don't have generators you don't have backup solutions and so well, it's and, more and Tim, than just that that's a biggest one of the biggest parts of this because well with decentralized cryptocurrencies that we're not talking about the cash of society we're not talking about the mark of the beast so they're definitely utilizing crypto in that way uh, i'm talking about more decentralized more importantly than decentralized currency is decentralized life like decentralize your own life as far as a survivalist as far as a human a human being is supposed to be individually responsible that is the greatest form of decentralization is being individually responsible the biggest problems we see right now with inflation all these things come from a central bank a centrally planned currency that controls everyone from an all-seeing eye essentially at the top of the pyramid and what we need to be doing right now is preparing individually if if, if freedom and individual responsibility and survival and humanity are all synonymous then we should be going and doing things like getting uh heirloom seeds from uh, heavensharvest.com use code wham if you use code wham you'll get free shipping in the united states and there's survival gear there's water filtration units there's a bunch of survival gardening resources and long-term storable foods as well as at whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods you save money through us if you go through that and i'm not saying that just because oh maybe i can make a few dollars off of it i i've been turning down affiliates for years the idea is we need to get prepared and if i could just push people a little bit further to say hey i'm gonna make this move it's a little pricey but hey if i do this then you know what's more expensive than paying for some seeds right now or paying for some long-term storable foods is later on when there's food wars there's food rations and then because of desperation because of survival you are forced to give up your humanity to get in line for a FEMA camp so that you can get so you can survive a little bit longer on some GMO RNA mRNA foods. So I think it's extremely important to invest in life.
I mean, the most important vote you can make is the vote with your wallet. I mean, so that's why back in the day, I mean, I was on the Infowars store when I was completely broke as a college grad and saying, like, listen, I think this is the guy that, you know, at the time, you know, and even now has the information that really needed to get out there. So I wanted to support him and I was buying water filtrations, even though, you know, when I was dead broke and at the time subscribing to the prison plan and, some, you know, giving money to other influencers that I, you know, buying some products, you know, to help them out. Because ultimately your money is not going to be, you know, worth anything if, you know, our kids are homeless on the continent. Uh, you know, our forefathers conquered, which was, you know, a quote by, was it Thomas? I always forget if it was Thomas Jefferson or Benjamin Franklin. But first by inflation, then be, by deflation, the central banks that grew up around us are going to make us homeless on the continent our forefathers conquered. And so this Pretty is sure always, that's Thomas Jefferson. So this has always been the battle. This has always been the fight. This has always been the struggle. And not to get into the whole history of central banking right now, but this is the moment. And I remember, uh, you know, back in uh, Anarchapoco, Ian Freeman interviewed me and said, why did you create a podcast? I'm like, well, I wanted to document the ongoing financial collapse. And he goes, well, what is a financial collapse uh, means to you and when will that occur? I'm like, well, it will really occur when the Federal Reserve has to raise rates, not because they want to, but because they have to. And right now they don't want to. They have to because the inflation is admittedly getting out of control. It's always been basically out of control, but they rig all the numbers. So, I mean, it's probably really at like 20% right now. Even if, even if it's not really at 20 and it's only at 17, well, that's still a really high number that's going to make you go broke. And so even if it was in air quotes only at 10%, it means every 7.2 years, everything you buy costs double. You can only get half as much. And so when the average American doesn't even have $300 in a bank account to cover an expense, everyone is going to be basically be, have to be sucking on the government's teeth. And that's why you have the creator of the Federal Reserve System, James Warburg, said, we, we shall have a one world government. It's only a matter of through consent or conquest. And so everyone is going to want help. And so it's like Harry Brown said, you know, the government's there to, you know, take a, you know, break your legs and give you a wheelchair. Well, that's what they're doing. They're breaking all of our legs, coming in as a safe with the wheelchairs, except the wheelchair, they're going to go push us off a cliff. And this entire thing has all been engineered. We could have saved it maybe in 2012 with Ron Paul, you know, certainly in 2008 with Ron Paul. But you know what? We're way past the time of trying to save this, way past the time of trying to, oh, we just vote the Democrats out. Well, you know, we, you know I don't say we, but Donald Trump was in there. You had all the other Republicans controlling everything. And what, what happened? Uh, I've never been less free in my life. I've never been, uh, you know, basically, you know, had this entire system coming down around us faster and it's not saying it was his fault necessarily because the system is bigger than donald trump it's bigger than any one person and so you have to take matters into your own hand i don't mean taking yeah. matters like a january 6th but it's getting decentralized it's being able to have the basic things to survive and if you want to go and support josh by going on to one of these things it's a win-win situation or going on to alex whatever you need to do the people and, you're listening to and i want to i want to comment on that because well first of all you mentioned or sharing um, links at the very re at the very minimum to see sharing one of his links with somebody because yeah. the information has to get out. Well, so you mentioned uh, January 6th and it was interesting because uh, Larry Summers just recently blamed inflation on January 6th. They are laughing at you, my friends. They These weasels are laughing at you. And by the way, um, just like going back, it's, it's really easy to break this down really fast. I mean, there were monetary false flags during the American Revolution meant to inflate the other side's currencies, including um, the revolutionaries, the British, um, tried to manipulate their currency so that it, they printed a bunch of fake ones into 
existence. So inflation would skyrocket and no one would be, they tried to create a false flag uh, economic attack on the revolutionaries. And the revolutionaries did the same back to the British, by the way, um, within the Americas. And then remember 1791, Alexander Hamilton, the worst of the founding fathers, uh, pushed, yeah, pushed, um, pushed George Washington, who was a warrior. He didn't know much about uh, economics, honestly speaking. Um, he, he was a general, you know, and, and uh, Alexander Hamilton pushed him to uh, bring in a uh, central bank in, in the United States, the first central bank, which burned down in 1799. And then in 1812, a new one was created during the War of 1812, which imagine that they use a war as an excuse to bring in a central bank and then it collapses in uh, 1833 under, um, uh, under, under, yeah, uh, Andrew Jackson. And um, fast forward, the Civil War, Confederate dollars, they, they got manipulated and dr dramatically affected the efforts of the Confederates versus the Yankees. Fast forward, but throughout that period, other than the Civil War, most prosperous economic period in American history when there was no central bank. Fast forward to 1912, the creation of the Federal Reserve, um, a bunch of the people that were going to um, debate it and, and push back against it uh, mysteriously end up dead on the Titanic. And, uh, you know, then we just see the one of the worst economic periods in American history um, in the late 1920s, 29 into around 34. And then the New Deal comes in and the New Deal obviously manipulated the economy out of this situation for a period of time but caused more problems down the road and, and absolutely uh, decimated um, individual freedom in the United States. Fast forward to the creation of the Trilateral Commission in 1978-79 by Zbigniew Brzezinski during the Carter administration. The idea was to completely switch the economic system on its head. The idea of all of these central banks over time was eventually to get to that point where they can uh, manipulate people by manipulating the currency um, under Nixon um, getting out of the gold standard into what we now know as a fiat system and um, so on and so forth with technocracy by the Trilateral Commission. The end point is today. All of this leads to today. All roads lead to Rome, my friends, and we are now in Rome and this is the end of the empire and Nero's playing his fiddle. And guess what? They have everything set up for the new world order that comes after. That involves you not owning property. That involves you being tied to a social credit system. That involves you giving up your humanity for uh, a system of artificial intelligence and basically creating an androgynous world like um, the film Metropolis um, from the 1920s, which I urge everyone to see. It's a silent film, just brilliant on how they utilize corporation and government, uh, which is the definition of fascism, to create a um, technocratic system that enslaves people. My friends, this is the end point. We are there, and it's what happens next, what we do in our own life that will change everything. We could be writing the history books, which we should have great honor in doing rather than reading them, or they could be writing the history books, or the robots could be writing the history books, and we as humans are gone, because this is a war on humanity more than anything, and it's just one big puzzle piece, the economic system, one big puzzle piece, the guns, one big puzzle piece, the pandemic, one big puzzle piece, the military industrial complex, and so on and so forth. And with the supply chain, well, we're just going to make everything convenient for you by enslaving you, because and he comes uh, under the guise of convenience. So this is the time in history, my friends. And if you don't um, make any moves now, well, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Uh, Tim Pachot is thelibertyadvisor.com. Any final words? You're a certified financial planner. I, I can't even imagine um, the stuff you're dealing with on a daily basis when it comes to this. 
Well, I mean, a lot of this, you know, we did prep people for back in November saying that we thought, you know, basically what was going to be going on now. And I wish we were at the point where our leaders just fiddled. I mean, now they're, you know, probably just, you know, with Biden and stuff, they're just diddled. Fiddling and diddled. diddling. Or now we've got, you know, trannies and drag time story oh. hour trying to, you know, propagandize mm. our kids. And so can we just yeah. get back to when they were just, you know, fiddling in Rome as, as opposed to all the crap that's going on now? But, you know, it's this full spectrum dominance where they're trying to basically break, uh, you know, our will, break our spirit, break our humanity and then, you know, come in with, you know, false choices and false economies and then getting us to argue about a bunch of bullcrap every single day. And so, you know, this presents us Insurrection. Yeah, it presents all these false choices that are not going to work, but you have the power to, to do things now. And there are, you know, it's still not too late to reposition your portfolios. And especially if you're, you know, 55 to 65. And what I'm, you know, what I can do is next week, I'll go send out a crisis retiring presentation that I gave two years ago on basically what the game plan was. It's evergreen. I think what I said back then, and I think I know what I said back then is still the game plan now, you know, especially if you are in that 55 to 65 year old age bracket. So if you go to the libertyadvisorshow.com, there's a thing where you can Sign up for the ebook. It's like 16 pages long, and then I'll then send out like in a week or two that uh, that crisis retiring presentation that is more valuable now than it was. Well, if you'd listened two years ago, it would have been better off now. But you know, it's still not too late, especially if you're heavy into bonds, especially if you're heavy into cash, especially if you're worried about, hey, how are we going to make it? How are we going to put you know food on the table? Uh, you know, because there are a lot of concerns, and it's more than just you know your typical you know financial advisor stuff. Because I've been talking about you know food storage and all sorts of these things for for quite a while, and now we're at the point where you can still do something about it. But you know, after everything is down and massively devalued, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. Clock so, is ticking. Yeah, the clock is well past due, uh, and when you should have been preparing for all this stuff, but you still do have a time to reallocate right now. And uh, you know, and the answer is not just to stick your head in the sand. The answer is not just to write everything out in cash, uh, because at a certain point there's going to be a crack up boom, and like that Germany example where it went from 400 to 100 to 27 million. You know, the bigger danger is you don't want to be stuck in cash when it goes to that. You know, hype in, in this example to 27 million again. No one has an exact crystal ball on how this is going to be playing out. You did mention Zbigniew Brzezinski. Brzezinski also had a quote saying it used to be easier to control a million people than to kill a million people, and now it's easier to kill a million people than to control. But they want both, and so through the CBDC, that's how they're going to get the control, and then that's also probably how they're going to kill you too, because then they're going to because you're going to buy their GMO-laden foods. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to be, get their uh, GMO-laden you know shots that really aren't even vaccines that are basically death shots as you know laid out in their own uh, you know, and it's just crazy. I mean, the videos you put out with like Justin Bieber, then like Haley Baldwin, his wife having stuff wrong too, then actually her grandma then died like a week before that too. So I mean, it's all sorts of, you know, how many more uh, of these events and examples do people need? But anyways, thank you for having me on. This is just craziness. And, it, and really, this starts with a debt market implosion. The thing that focuses on is actually the 10-year treasuries, is the debt, not to focus so, merely, so much on the stock market because the stock market is basically just a derivative of everything else that is going on in, uh, in the bond market, in the debt yeah. market, because this whole debt carousel, the only way they keep the plate spinning was by having cheap debt. And now when your debt goes from you know, 0 0.3, 0.5, you know, sub 1% interest rates for basically the last 14, 15 years to now 3.38, uh, 3.39. So it's even gone up since we started this. That's a big move. And when you're at a trillion dollars a year in interest, uh, you know, we're with a bankrupt government that has no idea what's going on. And any single thing they do to, in air quotes, save us is just to enslave us, not yeah. to save us. 
Absolutely. Well, I'm going to finish it off there, my friends. This is extremely important. This is one of the most important times in your life, and you need to take action now or forever hold your peace and go down with the ship because it's very important that we get prepared. If you are, are already prepared, as I know a lot of you are, good for you on um, getting ahead of the curve on this uh, versus 99.9% .9 of humanity, which is behind the curve on this. Anyway, um, check those links below. See all these links here? Oh, these aren't links. These are. This is just a marker on a whiteboard. But point is, uh, see all those? Um, go, go to those. See the description of this video, unless you're on Rockfin where I, I can't put links on there. But every other site, um, check the links um, below. Um, of course, go get funding.com, Patreon, subscribe, sir. We have a PayPal address and we have a, a, a Bitcoin address and a coin tree link with multiple different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in if you please we truly appreciate any help you can do to help keep independent media alive we have a teespring store with um, a bunch of merchandise on it as well which you can help support by going there of course the libertyadvisor.com and the libertyadvisorshow.com linked in the description go there my friends he's on a bunch of different uh, channels as well at the liberty advisor uh, you know BitChute, odyssey i think you're on rockfin and are you on rumble, rumble. yeah on rumble so the Liberty Advisor on those as well. Uh, anyways, my friends, um, check those affiliates. Whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods. You save money if you go through us. There's HeavensHarvest.com. Use code WHAM and you can get all sorts of great stuff, including heirloom seeds, extremely important. Uh, water filtration units, all these gardening and survival resources, also long-term storable foods that are non-GMO. And of course, on top of that, uh, we have RNCStore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile online, made, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer, get your apricot seeds, laetrile, amygdala, and vitamin B17 there. Uh, speaking of G. Edward Griffin, we will be, well, I will be at Red Pill Expo 2022, July 9th to 10th in Indianapolis, Indiana. Use the link in the description to go and get your tickets to save money if you go through us. Our reference number is 146. I don't know why it's a number. I wish it was wham, but it's 146. So go use that if you're getting tickets. And of course, um, we are on Rockfin, where we are doing exclusive content, and we just posted a video there, so go and check it out right away. We have premium content there, including documentaries. We'll be doing Q&As, etc. We did a reaction video while driving recently um, on Janet Yellen saying that there was no indicator of a recession. Total insanity, my friends, but we live in crazy times, so we should expect as much. We are on band.video, so shout out once again to Alex Jones and Michael Zimmerman for making that possible. Um, of course, we are on Spotify, Podbean, Opera, Apple. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a bunch of other ones that I forget, but the point is we're on uh, all the podcast platforms as long as they'll allow us on there, which probably won't be that long. Um, we're on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. we got a Telegram group, World Alternative Media, and a Telegram channel, World Alternative Media Announcements. We have our newsletter, www.imband.com. Takes two seconds to sign up with email, and it's free. We won't spam you. Of course, we're on Hive, Steemit, and Float.app at, at Josh Sigurdsson, and we're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media as well as Twitter and Getter at at World Alt Media. Check those links below, my friends. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit the subscribe button. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved, and I like that.
Thank you.